make those intermediate or long passes, that's when they're going to be in trouble. Kim so, wants to stay out of those situations. The punter for Roosevelt, standing back at his own 10-yard line. And this is a end-over-end kick into a 15-mile-an-hour wind at least. Fair catch caught and ran up for far side of the 48. So O'Gorman again took a 7-6 halftime lead. We start... Coming out of last night's weather delay, starting the second half, a three and out. Can't ask much more if you're Jason Poppinga's brother, Shannon, the defensive coordinator, and now Jason, the head coach, calling the plays. He is now in his, believe it or not, sixth year at O'Gorman, won a state title his fourth season in 2019. Six and four last year, lost to Harrisburg, the eventual state runner-up in the quarterfinals. 78 degrees, partly cloudy skies. It's warm, but it's reasonably pleasant compared to what we've been dealing with at McEnany the last couple of cracks at this game. O'Gorman, again, bunching three wideouts just to the right side of the line as they have been. Shotgun set and a quick pass over the middle to a falling down. Manny struck in traffic of three different Rough Rider defensive backs. The quarterback for O'Gorman, we remind you, is Bennett Dannenbring, a transfer from the very school the Knights are playing, Sioux Falls Roosevelt. Yeah, and right there, they were trying to, what's called an RPO, a run-pass option, and, and Bennett knew he wanted to throw. He just tried to wait till the absolute last second, and his feet weren't ready, and, and Manny wasn't ready for the ball either. One key, though, with that three-and-out stop, John, that people don't really realize how big that is for Gorman, because it gets their defensive guys that don't play both ways off the field, so they're not getting worn down. Great field position for a team that even Jason Poppy admitted. Probably not going to be offensively prolific or explosive, at least in the early going. They have second and ten from the Roosevelt 49, just above the shield, the OG shield at midfield. A shotgun fake handoff, quick throw right, caught on the near hashes at the 45, almost immediately tackled. The tackle came from Roosevelt's Taden Nave, what they call their stud safety, and it was completed to Preston Konechny, 6'1", 170-pound senior, a four-yard gain, third and six. Curtis, what do you think Jason's going to dial up? Well, something similar, and maybe even play for two downs, but it, like that play right there to connect is it's really just an extended run play. Yep. They don't have a great run offense. They don't want to run Dan and bring all the time. So let's get it out to our skilled guys and let them get some positive yards. Third and six nights. 9.41 left third quarter. Leading 7-6. They have it to the Roosevelt 45. Delayed snap from the gun. It goes right to Dan and bring. He fires right over the middle. First down catch is made. In double coverage but a perfect dart to Manny Struck falling down between two riders. It's a gain of about nine and the night up by a point, moving the chains. Yeah, and then that there was that that was a choice route, and you're going to see the coaches for Gorman tell Dannenbring, hey, look at Struck next time, and then come back to our running back. He's wide open in the flats. So Gorman again from the gun, one to tight end to the right side, two receivers bunched there as well, two wideouts left. The running back standing right next to Dannenbring, three down lineman for Roosevelt, and it's Dannenbring, a quarterback draw play, and he is crunched. Might have gotten a yard to the 35. Tate and Nate got there right away. We just called his name. Also with some pressure, Ty Noctaborin, the defensive end. It brings up second and ten. Yeah, they were trying to get Nave to go for the pitch man, and uh, he wasn't having anything to do with it. He went right for um, uh, Dannenbring. You know, someone you, you gets a lot of attention is Cam Jones, but he's 6'3", 185. He looks like he's about 160 pounds out there. <laughs> Just doesn't have a lot of size on that frame. Second and nine for O'Gorman. The Roosevelt 35, 7'6", night lead, second half of this Dakota Bowl. We are three and a half minutes into it. We have our first flag of the day, which means of the half. 
We had seven between these two teams yesterday. And this is offside on the defense. It's on, I am presuming, a lineman. Yep, Liam yep. Ferguson, the nose guard on that three-man front. Roosevelt lost their defensive coordinator, Ed Whiting, a former O'Gorman defensive assistant as well. He's now at Jefferson. Of course, the brand-new school in town, Cavaliers, upsetting Washington with a lot of great blitzing from Ed Whiting's defense. The Riders sticking with the 3-3-5. Now have second and four against this. Oh, it's a high snap. It's recovered. Scrambling around. Dannenbrink finally swarmed all the way back at the 40. The Riders with way too much defensive speed for Dan and bring to be able to crawl out of that hole. It is a loss of a good at least seven yards, and now it's going to bring up a third and 14 for O'Gorman. Yeah, and you see uh, Bennett Dannenbring taking blame for that. That's one he should have caught, and he knows that. He just got his eyes downfield before he got the ball in. Um, he, one thing you're seeing with Spencer Erickson as D coordinator compa- compared to Ed Whiting, just not near as much blitzing, though. Mm. Ed brings it every play. <laughs> he forces you into mistakes. Third and 14, and Dannenbring tucks it under his right arm. He's going to try to run for this across the 40. He just goes right into a pile at the 38, a bunch of Riders were there. Lane Ferguson, we just called him, was in on the stop, as was DeAndre Joseph. First time we've called that name, but boy, DeAndre. Six foot 180. When I asked Kim Nelson simply, who are your defensive studs? That's the first name he mentioned. He is a senior at Roosevelt, one of those few players with some starting experience. And with five minutes into this second half, O'Gorman, who's been quick to the ball so far after going huddle and taking their time a lot yesterday in the first half, now they go with a long huddle. Third and 14 for the Roosevelt 38. Now the Riders are showing blitz on this down. And Dannenbring's just going to punt because it's fourth and 14. It's a long Line drive, Squibber bounces at the eight, then the five, couple more bounces. One of the Knights trying to dive in there to save it from going over the goal line. He can't do so. It's a touchback, so disaster averted by Roosevelt, Curse. They go three and out, they punt, they give up a first down, and uh, now they get it right back on their own 20. Yeah, when they went to quarterback sweep, sweep on third and long, then you expected the quick kick on fourth down, because there's no way you're going to run that quarterback sweep and then go for it on fourth and long. Dannenbrink's got to try to just get that out of balance, though, to give you know try to pin him inside that 20 but jason is willing to on that third and long situation say we we feel like our defense can get stops against this offense and we're just going to pin you back here well they did get three stops in four possessions in yesterday's first half and roosevelt back on offense 643 left third quarter the completion of the dakota bulls seven six Roosevelt behind, three wideouts right, one left in between the hashes. It's a quick fire, left side, it's caught in traffic. First down, close to a first down, I should say. 28, 29-yard line or so, and that, I believe, is the first catch of the game. I do not recall, I called John Parker's name once, but not on a reception yesterday. Six-foot, 140-pound junior, Kim Nelson likes his ball skills. And Roosevelt with a second and short coming. Well, and Carter Peterson for a Gorman's just kicking himself because he had that one picked off. Mm. Uh, that's the thing you're going to see with Brower. He's going to lock in on his receiver and know who he's going to. And, and Peterson saw it, just couldn't quite get there in time. So the Riders with second and two near hash. They're going to hand it off to Nave up the middle. He tries to drive the pile forward, and he does successfully across the 30 to about the 31. It'll be a gain of three. Might even even might even had four. 
And Kim Nelson keeping things close to the vest once again. Gets him a first down in just two plays. Well, and you can see how he he, he makes that pass on first down. He's, well, let's let's pull back a little bit here. You remember when he had Taylor and Ashley, it was that every down. Every down yes. was the vertical stretch, or Taylor yeah. could take off and run for yeah. 40 yards. You're not going to see that with Brower, and so good for Kim to, hey, let's give it to our star back and uh, let him earn the yards. Yeah, first and 10 riders, their own 33, right to left they go. Sun-baked day at McEnany Field. The uh, night showing blitz from the right side of the Roosevelt line. And yet still, that's where the Riders go. It's a handoff, a stretch play outside. And chasing down the ball carrier, DeAndre Joseph, easily for O'Gorman was Nate Ratzloff, one of their linebackers. Yeah, O'Gorman had that sniffed out. They actually blitzed from the wide side, too, that piled things up. Yep. And then their pursuit, that's one thing with Shannon Poppinga. He's going to always have a team that really pursues to the ball. He's Curtis Riggs. Head coach, Sioux Falls Storm, analyst for Midco Sports and for SDPB on the state championship games. He's with us today on Fox Sports 98.1. It's a bizarre Tuesday afternoon of high school football, the Dakota Bowl. And maybe about half the crowd we saw both on Saturday night and Monday. I guess people gave up on going to the game. They wanted to stay home and listen to it on KWSN. Second and nine, Roosevelt, their own 34. Another handoff to Nave off right guard. Doesn't go very far. Maybe a yard. Rush Landry, good size. 6'5", 210-pound senior right there on the tackle. It brings up another third and long. And this game is going fast, just like it did yesterday. We got the first half done in about 55 minutes. There's only 4.20 and ticking here in the third quarter. 7-6, O'Gorman on top. So, third and eight. See what Kim Nelson has in store. His sophomore quarterback, Jackson Brower, is from the gun. He's got three wideouts on the near side left, one to the far side right. And O'Gorman with three down linemen. Brower moves to his right, now cuts and throws on the run to his left. He lofts it up. Nice outstretched arms. And the catch made on the near side. 45 to the 43 and running out of bounds. Roosevelt gets the first down thanks to Jackson Gravengood. 5'8 sophomore and the Riders in business. Yeah, that was a great catch. A nice concept. He faked Brower rolling out right and he spun back on left. And, and then they went two posts to clear out the defensive backfield, and they had Grevengood on a, a, a linebacker, and he was able to get behind him and make a nice catch. So that was a gain of about 17 yards, and the Riders now, first and 10, they're huddling as well, which sometimes they have under Kim Nelson, other times they haven't with spread, occasional speed offenses, and they have a wing to the right, two wideouts left, one to the far side right, shotgun set, Brower clears out one of his receivers on his left, moving in front of the line to the right, it's all window dressing. Hand off to Nave. He gets an initial burst, drags a tackler with him, and dives forward to the 40. It's about a three-yard gain. We have some O'Gorman fans hemming and hawing at the end of that play. What would they be hemming and hawing? A little pushing and shoving there okay. going on. Uh, you know, the one thing that's going to happen as we see this season go on, though, as, as Brower made that last pass, is it's going to build more confidence with him and Kim Nelson on, on what they can do with a passing game and opening things up on first and second down. So it's a shotgun set. It's a second and seven for Roosevelt. The O'Gorman 40 near hash as they go right to left. Brower, great protection from Nave, runs to his right, throws out to the right, and it's in complete through the hands a lot of contact great defense and 
The Raiders could not come up with it. Matt Gearing, the intended receiver, yeah, at the far side, and, 35. And he's got to make that catch. I mean, he's a senior. He's got a sophomore quarterback. Puts it right on the money. You know, I'm sure Shannon Poppinga and Brian Hermson are upset. Their linebacker let the quarterback get outside on him and break contain because that's when all bad things happen for a defense. <laughs> 2.36 remaining third quarter. Man, this is about the fastest quarter of football I've recall seeing in a long time. 7-6. O'Gorman with the lead. Dakota Bowl 43. We are live here on Fox Sports 98.1, high school football in the heart of Sioux Falls. Third and seven riders from the O'Gorman 40. Three down lineman Knights. One of the linebackers back and forth the line, showing blitz. Maybe, maybe not. Quick pass. Right side. Dave's got to make a play with his feet. Catches it at the 42, and then three different Knights converge on him on the far numbers at the 40. One of the guys there, Carter Peterson, and that will bring up a fourth and seven. I don't think there's much doubt that Kim is going to go for this. I I, I would punt. <laughs> I, I would. Brower, I okay. Gonna, yeah, I, the offense stayed on the field like, hey, You know, I think maybe. anytime you're making that safe call to see if we can maybe get it close, yeah. but if not, we're willing to punt to pin them back. Yeah. I think you have two growing offenses right now and a little more stable defenses. Right. So growing's a nice word for that. Yeah, there are a lot of young players, both sides of the ball. The Riders will be punting into about a 15-mile-an-hour win from their own 50. Gehring is the punter. Sidewinder. He shanked it. That one sails out of bounds. I mean, that hits the track on the far side of the field beyond the AstroTurf, and they mark it on the the line of flight at the 28-yard line, so that will go down as an 11-yard punt. O'Gorman will get it, though, inside their own 30. Now they're marking it at the 20 now. I saw one referee on the far side of the 28. Another one spots it at the 20. Well, it went out of bounds so fast, too. <laughs> I don't think they were quite sure. No. Principal it's Tim Hazlett for Roosevelt just about fair caught that over there. It's a tough one when you're golfing and you hit it into the hazard. And what, on where did I? Where did that go out? I never go in the house. Of course not. First and ten. O'Gorman at their own twenty. Seven six. They lead. They go left to right. Handoff goes to the running back, and Ratzloff kind of tries to plow into some Roosevelt defenders as he goes off left guard. But a white wall of jerseys shove him back. He probably was able to squeeze out three yards on that play. That's the one thing the Gorman team really lacks. I mean, Ratzloff is a, a good running back, but he's a better linebacker. Mm. They don't have that canyon power, that explosive guy that right. they can get the ball to and let him make plays in field. Or from their state championship team, their running back, Tate Wisher, yeah, was just a yeah, battering ram. Yeah, he would hammer away yeah. at you. Yeah. Yeah. 110 to go, first quarter, 7-6 night lead, second and seven, their own 23 in between the hashes from the shotgun, left to right. Handoff goes to Ratzloff, he cannot get through the defensive line of Roosevelt's. Hammered down at the 25-yard line, right up the middle, and it appeared, appeared that Rich Benenji, middle linebacker, was in on the play. So Gorman now facing third and four. We've had a lot of third and four and longer this whole game, including this uh, reboot of the game here to, in this third quarter at McEnany Field. You know, it's almost a sense of who's going to make the big play or who's going to make the big mistake. mistake. Yeah. I, I, my bets are with the mistake. Hate to say it. Third and four. Gorman, their own 26. Shotgun set for the quarterback, Brennan Dannenbring. Faye Canoff has footsteps behind him. Throws over the middle. Wide open. Manny Struck catches it at the 45. One guy to beat at the 30. To the 
20. He's all the way home. Touchdown. The answer was the big play. It's a 74-yard strike on third and four, and O'Gorman is up by a touchdown. Yeah, a great call by Jason. He, he, he went a great play-action pass, and they had super protection that allowed uh, uh, Manny to get down the middle of the field. Not many guys are going to be able to run with him. He's got some long strides there. Curtis Riggs. I'm John Gaskin. So Gorman with an extra point attempt to go up by eight. Andrew Nelson, 5'10 junior, back after being their kicker last year. Made his only attempt of the season so far in yesterday's first half of this twice-weather-delayed game. He has a left foot that he uses. Manny Struck is the holder for O'Gorman. He just got the 74-yard touchdown pass. Snap and holder perfect. And Nelson's kick boomed through the uprights with about 15 miles of wind behind him. And with 17... First, a third quarter. I mean, it feels like the first quarter. First quarter of our day. O'Gorman 14, Roosevelt 6. We'll stay right here because there's only 17 seconds left in the first half. So, I, yeah, I mean, there's just a lot of tug of war this whole game. Yesterday, Roosevelt had an 82-yard, mostly ground-and-pound drive. O'Gorman had a 45-yard drive yesterday for their touchdown, including a, a fourth and ten conversion, a, a 27-yard 4th and 10 conversion to David Alpers in traffic. Four yards shy of the goal line. He bobbled the ball with two defenders draped behind him and was able to take those long arms and corral it. That was a big play yesterday before Ratzloff's touchdown, but uh, you, you called it right before the play, Curtis, in a game that looks very even. Big play, making the difference. Well, I mean, one of the things people don't think of is O'Gorman has two, so many two-way starters playing these games that are only half. Yeah. Works out perfect for them. <laughs> I mean, if we could split up, hey, yeah. let's play first half, take a day off, play second half. Perfect. Yeah, yeah they, popping us would love that every time, I think. So, after that 76-yard completion, the, the, the real first true huge play of the game beyond that 4th and 10 conversion yesterday, especially the first big aerial play of the game. Gorman with the eight-point lead, and Nelson with that strong left foot. Plenty of wind behind him. Well, and it's big to get this kick before half, but, man, Roosevelt is wide open for an onside kick. They only put three guys up there. Well, it's a line drive, and it is a bullet right through the hands of Nelson Wright, eight yards deep in the end zone for Roosevelt. And in South Dakota High School football, that kickoff goes over the goal line. It's an automatic touchback. So, Kim Nelson's crew will operate into the wind, presumably for just one more play, if he's playing the form from the game so far. A lot of uh, handoffs to the running back on first down, which is not what we're used to. Um, and, and when they have thrown into the wind, I think Brower's done a nice job throwing the ball into the wind. Um, it's just, can we keep getting positive yards and make it to where it's not a pass definite down for them? 14-6, O'Gorman leads. 17 seconds remaining in the quarter. And from the shotgun snap, a shoulder-high snap, a handoff from Brower, the sophomore, to Nave. Nave broke one tackle when it looked like he was down, stretched off to his right right and got to about the 24-yard line off right guard and the whistles blow at the end of this play. I didn't see a no there's a flag in the O'Gorman backfield. The O'Gorman defensive backfield. A few I mean a good 10 yards away from where the action was. Yeah. So, see what the uh, back judge saw on this play. 8 seconds remaining in this third quarter. O'Gorman with the 14 to 6 lead. Sometimes something like this is a defensive lineman holding an offensive lineman, not allowing them to get to linebackers. Yeah, well, this is requiring quite the caucus between 
all five officials right now at that 24-yard line. McEnany Field, you know, we had, I'd estimate, four to 4,500 fans on both Saturday night, and a good chunk of them returned for Monday afternoon, and we were going to see how many were going to come back for more today, and not quite as many. I'd estimate maybe 2,500 on hand. The stadium's about half full. I think most of them thought they were bad luck causing the lightning. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, 12 men on the field is the call through the scratchy, cutting in and out microphone. So... That brings the ball all the way to the 39 and an automatic first down for Roosevelt. Now again, was after a four-yard run. And did we pause? Was that a 15-yard yeah. penalty? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, meanwhile, the clock starts after they uh, blew the whistle, after they put the ball down, and Kim Nelson decides not to use any of those last eight seconds. His Roosevelt Rough Riders will have the ball just shy of their own 40-yard line, trailing O'Gorman 14-6 as we start the fourth quarter of Dakota Bowl 43, take three, next on Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230, and KWSN.com. No matter if you're planning to build a structure for storage, agricultural, livestock confinement, commercial, or even residential, Reeves Buildings has a customized solution to fit your needs. Choosing Reeves Buildings means your structure will meet the highest standards in engineering and customization. As a leader in the industry, they set the standard. So when you want and need a building that can stand our region's strong winds and heavy snows, it makes sense to call Reeves. Visit them at ReevesBuildings.com. Reeves Buildings. Make it last. Make it Reeves. Tires are the most important buying decision that you will make for your vehicle. It really comes down to keeping your family safe. Tires, Tires, Tires can help you make the right tire buying decision for the safety that your family deserves. With over 12,000 tires in our warehouses, Tires, Tires, Tires can get your tires on today. We give you a free alignment, and that also keeps your vehicle safe and in great shape. Tires, Tires, Tires has been helping you make the right tire buying decision for over 35 years. Tires, 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 helping you make the safe choice. Time to yell it. Fourth quarter underway. Dakota Bowl 43. It's the latest chapter in the West Side Story. Two rivals. Public school. Private school. Big Catholic schools fundraiser. Started on Saturday. Weather delayed. Never kicked off. Yesterday we got a half in before another batch of thunderstorms. 14-6 O'Gorman with the lead as we start the fourth quarter and Jackson Brower, the Roosevelt quarterback, rolling to his left throwing a pass, completing it far side on the far numbers just across midfield to the 48. John Parker, 6 foot junior, 140 pounds makes the catch. You're talking about the comfort level of the sophomore quarterback and Kim Nelson, the 43rd year head coach, always calls the offense showing in his rookie right now. Yeah, and that's a play Kim's done for a long time. Uh, Shannon Popping has got to be just kicking himself because Andrew Nelson was right there, tripped and fell, and then Konechi comes and, and could easily cut under it and just ran with the receiver instead. Curtis Riggs is the voice you're hearing, the head coach of the Sioux Falls Storm. First and 10, Roosevelt now the O'Gorman 48. Hand off to Tyree Dave right up the middle. That's what they've been doing, and he gets a good chunk. Takes some defenders with him across the 45 to about the 43. I've called a lot of plays with that exact detail in this game. At least 12 times, Ken. He was the bell cow on Roosevelt's lone scoring drive in this game. First half yesterday, an 82-yard drive that ended with a failed 
two-point conversion on a fake extra point attempt. So, five yards on that game. Second and five, Roosevelt, the O'Gorman, 43, trailing eight. A minute into the fourth quarter. We are live. High school football on Tuesday here on Fox Sports 98-1. Another handoff to Nave. Tries to go up the middle, then to cut to the right. But no, sir. He is stuffed right in the middle, this time by middle linebacker Anders Matichek, one of the few Knights returning for varsity football from last year. Yeah, that run right there was one by Nave where you, it shows his inexperience. I mean, he, he got in there and could have got the first down, but he tries to stop and cut outside. He just needs to keep pounding away. Sometimes you got to be content getting five yards, not always going for 20 yards. So it brings up a third and two for Roosevelt. First game of the year for each of these two teams. The Riders came within a hair of playing for a state title last year. Lost a lot of players. Shotgun snap. Brower, the quarterback, takes off for the races, has a hole, and gets the first down across the 30. Hit from behind all the way to the 25. A 15-yard gain on a quarterback run play. Did that look designed to do so? Yeah, it was, and it was a great call by Kim because O'Gorman thought they had Roosevelt dialed up and they came with the wide side blitz and they blitzed right in the nave faking and he picked up the blitz and Brower was able to follow his big tackle and, and head downfield there. Got a 13 yard gain so Roosevelt started this drive around their own 20, well on their own 20, aided by a 15 yard 12 man on the field penalty to get their first first out of this drive Brower is blown up in the backfield shotgun snap, he dropped backwards and coming at him virtually unblocked, Peterson, the outside linebacker, for a sack and a six-yard loss back at the 33. Yeah, a great blitz by Gorman to right into it. Brower's got to get his head turned quick, though, because he had Gehring in the flats, and that's who Peterson was supposed to be covering. Brower's got to be able to just dump that out quick, but well-timed blitz by Peterson. So the Riders now face second and 16, three minutes into the fourth quarter. So many classics between these two teams over the years, often early in the season at either the Dakota Bowl or the the President's Bowl. The Riders have it at the O'Gorman 33. Near hash as they move left to right. Man in motion right to left in front of the line. Shotgun snap to Brower. Here comes the blitz. Dumps it off before he gets hit. It's a complete to Nave on the near side, but he is chased out by Carter Peterson at about the 35 yard line. That would be a gain of, well, nothing. And Carter Peterson, 5'6", 170, making some plays. Well, and I think the 5'6 helped him there because he was able to just shoot right <laughs> under all the offensive linemen. They had a screen dialed up there, and Peterson was the only guy there and makes the play. By the way, the offensive lineman from Roosevelt, they uh, go 6 foot to 6'6", six, six, and average 265 up front. One of the biggest, beefiest, strongest in the city. A big reason why, despite losing a lot of players. Well, and I think all seniors, last year's too. I yeah. think they're all seniors. Yeah, the reason why a lot of people feel Roosevelt's a bona fide state title contender again, but now they have third and 18, down by 8. 8.45 remaining in the game for the Rose, uh, O'Gorman 35. Play action, Brower has time, throws it upstairs over the middle, tip and intercepted! Back at the 13. There were about three Knights there, only one Rough Rider, and the Knights... Off a 76-yard touchdown, get a big interception near the same end zone, and get the ball back. Yeah, and that was Manny Strzok that went up and knocked it down, and then Andrew Nelson picks it off. Um, it, it's one, though, that scares you when your defender tips the ball in the air, because then that's where the play you always see a receiver just standing there <laughs> catching the tip. But Andrew Nelson was able to get it and bring it down. 
So, Jackson Brower, his second turnover of the game. He fumbled a snap on Roosevelt's first drive yesterday. 8.37 remaining in the game. 14-6, O'Gorman lead. First and 10 now at their own 9. Into a breeze. Under the sun. Handoff goes. It's going to go to the outside. And there's going to be some yardage around the right end. First down and more. 15 far sideline. 20. Chased all the way across the 25 to the 27. Big time gain. And that's the third time in this game we've seen Maverick Jones back up running back. 5'11", 180-pound sophomore, and it's the second time in those three carries that he's gotten a first down. He has some speed. Well, and it, it, he's a great offset with Ratzloff, you know, mixing yeah. the two power and speed there. One thing Dannenberg does, is he does a great job faking after he hands off. That's the difference between Brower, who just kind of hands off, and Dannenberg will give you a good pass fake. Dannenberg is Bennett Dannenberg, the 6'3", junior quarterback for the Knights. Fresh set of downs of their own 29. Handoff up the middle, and not much doing for Carter Peterson, another reserve running back. We just mentioned he's six, a 5'6", 170, which has to mean he's rather strong, can drive those yeah. legs a little bit, but only a couple yards. Well, there. and I think one thing they're showing is they're going to be a running back by committee. Mm-hmm. And yes. they don't, especially guys that are playing both ways, we can't count on one guy carrying us, especially playing in this heat. So O'Gorman now on second and seven. They break the huddle. Their own 32, leading 14-6. 7.30 remaining in their own big game, the Dakota Bowl at McEnany Field. From the gun, Dannenbring with a trio of receivers just off the left side of the line. Claps, claps, finally gets a snap. Fires it over the middle. Tipped by DeAndre Joseph. Check that. The middle linebacker, Rich Benenji for Roosevelt. Falls shy of a diving Manny struck at the, just across the 40. It'll be third yeah. and seven. And Coach Flockis, uh, he, he brought a short side blitz there. He brought Matt Gehring, one of the best athletes in the state, off that short side. And Dannenberg never even saw it. He got lucky there because he did the run pass option again, and he pulled to pass, and, and Gehring was right there hitting him as he was throwing the ball. So third and seven for the Knights. Roosevelt just gave up a 76-yard touchdown pass on O'Gorman's last drive. That's the difference in this eight-point game. 7.23 remaining in it. Big defensive down for the Riders. Shotgun snap for Dannenberg. Trio of wide receivers wide left on the near side. They're moving right to left. Here comes the blitz. Well protected. A throw left side. Tipped by the uh, by Manny. Struck the receiver for O'Gorman. Flag flies. And he's pretty confident that his defender, Tate Nave, will be whistled for pass interference. At about the 35. I mean, that was well shy of the first down. So the throw was to trust that maybe Struck would make some uh, yards with his feet after the catch. But not going to need it. They're going to have a first down. Yeah, the tough part was that Gorman kind of faked his screen. So the defenders came up to get physical. And then Struck was trying to slip by and was still getting held as he was running by. I think it was a good call. So instead of a fourth and seven, O'Gorman is now going to have a first and ten, although the refs are taking some time to decide. I'm not sure what. Certainly, I don't think they are unclear about what the penalty is, but it appears that they are discussing things with Jason Popping, the O'Gorman head coach, about the spot of where things are supposed to be, original line of scrimmage or where the play was made. And they mark it from the line of scrimmage. And they're going to mark it at the 32 or the 42. 
in O'Gorman territory. So, first and ten nights, 7-18 left of the game. It seems like an eternity, but in this game, it's nothing. I mean, these teams are rarely going to the sideline, not calling timeouts. This is as fast of a high school game you could imagine, especially between these two outfits. And a quick pass, left side on first down, and Matichek catches it, falls down immediately because he had some heat coming right at him. And that time, it was Gabe Kranzler, the senior cornerback, a three-yard loss on first down. Yeah, the one thing you're seeing, John, is that the offenses are getting so conservative, but they're trying to throw those quick, short passes. The defense is really starting to come up. So, you know, Jason has to decide, do I want to keep trying to burn clock, or do I want to mm. take a shot downfield with Manny Strzok here? Mm. 6.45 remaining in this game. 14-6, O'Gorman lead. Second and 12, their own 41. Near hash as they move right to left. Into the sun and into the wind. Shotgun snap for Dannenbrink. One wide out right, three clustered to the short side left. And he takes the shotgun read pass option. He's being chased. He has to throw it away, basically. And he had the fire from Matt Gehring, outside linebacker, blitzing right at him. Just kind of threw a bullet to nobody across the 45. Third and long for O'Gorman. Yeah, and they brought, they brought two guys off the weak side there, and I think they're going to call an intentional grounding here. Mm. Um, yeah, well, there's it, nobody in the area code, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. And the one thing, Dannenbring had to flee the pocket, but he had Manny Strzok coming across on a drag route wide open. And and what Flacus is saying is, we're going to get you before you can throw the ball downfield. Yep, it is an intentional grounding, so... O'Gorman, who was aided on third and seven just the series before this for a first down across the 40, now is driven back to a third. They have to get to the 47 of Roosevelt. They're snapping this from their own 24. So this is a third and about 27. Yeah, and it's a loss of down. That's a big call there. Yeah. bring from the gun. Whiteouts to each side. One apiece. Hand off up the middle. Not taking any chances. Just diving right into a pile. Right into some waiting arms of a Roosevelt defender was the backup running back Maverick Jones. So Jason and Poppinga sends his punt crew onto the field after that gain of a yard. And the Knights will punt from their own 24. They're into about a 15-mile-an-hour breeze. They're up 14-6. We have six minutes remaining in the game. Big defensive series for Roosevelt. And, and Roosevelt must be coming after. They're not bringing anyone no back. No returners. The punter is for O'Gorman. Peyton Hound, defensive back. Perfect snap. Floats right to him. This is high into the air. The wind's going to knock this down. Oh, yeah. But it's, it takes an O'Gorman bounce. It hits at the 43 of Roosevelt and then rolls all the way back to the 32 where the Knights finally touch it. So, successful punt there. That's it. 42 yards into the wind. Not bad. Of course, aided by 10 yards of bounce and roll. But now Roosevelt, who has not scored since late first quarter, six to 5.33 remaining in the game, trailing 15-6. Well, and they, they had a good drive going. Uh, they just they couldn't capitalize. They, they got behind the chains a little bit, then couldn't overcome. They got stopped on a screen pass and uh, took a big loss on a run, too. So, the Riders, their one scoring drive in this game. They really deliberately, successfully handed it off a lot to Tyree Nave behind that senior-laden offensive line that averages 265. The Knights only go about an average of 230 across their defensive line. Hand off to Nave. Off right guard. And boy, one of those defenders just 
wraps his arms around him, maybe a one-yard gain. This is a reserve defender, Ryland Satter, the 6'2 sophomore linebacker. And he's in there for David Albers, too, you know, making a big play for their star player. Yeah. Two-yard gain to the 35, Kim Nelson, his team down 14-6, but taking plenty of time in that huddle as they have this whole game. Both well, coaches trying to shorten the game. And, and Kim's saying that we're going to score this drive and go for two here. Yeah. I mean, we're now inside five minutes to go of the game. Brower from the gut on second and seven. Quick pass right side, wide, and too strong of his intended receiver, Tate Nave, the tight end. Single coverage there. Uh, Rush Landry, you mentioned the the rush coming at. Yeah. Uh, Jackson name, Brown. Huh? Great name for a defensive end. Rush Landry. <laughs> yeah. And he should be playing for the, I don't know, for some reason I think Pittsburgh Steelers. He should be. Yeah. You uh, saw the, the the young technique there with Brower. He just kind of sidearmed that ball out there instead of trying to get his feet going at his target. So, by the way, Logan Height was the defender on that pass. But, yeah, the, the defensive disruption was Landry. Third and eight riders are on 35, trailing by eight. 4.53 remaining in the game. Brower from the gun from his own 30. Steps back, feels the rush, tries to move up in the pocket, now tries to run with it. And a bunch of Knights are able to swarm on him at about the 38. And the first guy coming out of that pot, Carter Peterson, called the name a lot in today's second half. The 5-6 defensive back at bring, or linebacker, and it now brings up a fourth and four. You check the clock real quick to see yeah. what Nelson might be thinking, the head coach. They're going to punt. Yeah, I, I thought maybe when he got within four yards, they would go for it. Maybe they have something where they try to draw you off sides here. Uh, a lot of guys running on and off field. Yep, and finally the Knights do send a returner back there, Preston Konecki, and the punter, Matt Gearing with plenty of wind behind him. Tough punt. He's has struggled today. Off the toe, but it's end over end. It's going to get a great bounce well shy of the returner and get all the way inside the 10-yard line, and then the Riders dive on it at about the 8. So, 4-1 remaining in the game. Roosevelt could not get across midfield down 14-6 on that drive, but they force O'Gorman inside their own 10, and the Knights will be driving both into the wind and a little bit into the sun as well. Well, I, I, you know, Coach Nelson's saying we got, we got three Three timeouts. Uh, so if we we had a good series defensively last time, if we can get some stops here and get the ball back, and and we'll put it on that last drive. Again, this game has been weather delayed twice. Never kicked off Saturday night for O'Gorman's big fundraising event for all of its schools. The Dakota Bowl. It's the 43rd version, the one that started it all. The Knights, four minutes away from winning for a 29th time, a 30th time in 43 tries from the gun. Dan and Bring the junior fakes a handoff up the middle, tucks it and runs under his right rib has some room as he keeps angling to the near sideline 15 chased all the way out just across the 20 that's a first down for O'Gorman big play it stops the clock with 353 which is probably not what Jason Poppingo wants but they do get the first down yeah the the thing you know that Dan Embring will surprise people with his speed I, I remember uh, um, the coaches from SDSU calling it about, hey, this Dannenbring kid came up here and tested really well. Mm. Tell us about him. He can run. He needs to get the ball in the outside arm, though, that's yeah. for sure. And then he needs yeah. to stay in bounds there. Coach Popping has probably got to be telling him next time, hey, just slide. Just Curtis, slide right there. Curtis Riggs, record-setting quarterback at the University of Sioux Falls, 96 national title team next to me. Handoff up the middle for O'Gorman. Second to check that first and 10 uh, from their own 19 and some yardage up the middle to about the four-yard line. Pretty simple play. 
It'll bring up second and six. Time's ticking for Roosevelt. 3.30 remaining in the game. It's defense on the field. Trailing 14-6, to looking to avoid an 0-1 start. Yeah, and you can bet that Coach Flockus for Roosevelt is going to bring some run blitzes. He's got to take some chances here and try to try to get some lost yards. Spencer Flockus, former Aberdeen Central Golden Knight, Northern State Wolf. And in ring, second and six from his own 23. The Riders are three-down linemen with at least one. Now two linebackers creep up to the line. They're kind of going back and forth. It looks like they're going to blitz. Dan and Bring fakes a handoff, fakes a throw, then a quick handoff. And it's just right up the middle into a pile. You're talking about a, a head coach confident in his defense as Ratzloff, the running back, gets off the pile. After maybe a one-yard gain, will bring up a fourth and five or six. Three minutes remaining in the game, and Roosevelt calls. No, Gorman called that timeout. No. Yeah, so I, I, they're I, leading 14-6, to six, but clearly Jason Popping of Curtis is going to, uh, unless he's waiting for the old Steve Keeter kind of, out of nowhere, knockout punch play. Feels like he's gonna rely on his defense. I, I, yeah, I, well, I think it was Roosevelt that called the D the timeout, okay. but I, I think multiple factors, Sean, come into play here. One, Kim's got a, a young, inexperienced offensive uh, skill set, and to make the big play may put them in a position to make a mistake. Two, his defense is a little more experienced, and a Gorman's offense, you know, is pretty conservative too. Yeah. And so I think Kim felt like, hey, they're going to come out and just try to run this clock out. Let's get a stop and try to get one more drive and see if we can make a play. Yeah, I. Oh, that's right. Okay, I was looking on the wrong side at the scoreboard, so I looked under the part portion of the top of the scoreboard that says Knights. <laughs> I don't know why, but I, anyway, it was a Roosevelt timeout. That makes a lot more sense. John Gaskins with Curtis Riggs High School Football. This is live, 41st in Kiwanis and Sioux Falls. The completion of Dakota Bowl 43. It was 7-6 at halftime when this thing started 40 minutes ago. We have just blazed through this whole entire game. Yeah, and I, I would expect here that Jason Poppinga would run just Bennett Dannenbring. Let's not yeah. even change the ball. Let's don't worry about a fumble. Let's keep it in our quarterback's hands, maybe with a, a counter boot run option here. 14-6, O'Gorman the lead. Three minutes remaining in the game. Third and six, night ball with that lead. Their own 23. The Riders are showing blitz. Dannenbring from the gun. Takes a handoff. Here comes the blitz right up the middle. Hit as he throws. Lofts it up. It's caught. Ratzloff on the near side, 25. Down the near side, line 30. They try to push him out. They don't. He rumbles across the 50 and is shoved out of bounds by Nave at the 35. What a conversion. They mark it at the 37. So that is a 40-yard play. Unless they're going to bring this back, they are. It's a holding penalty on O'Gorman. Never wow. saw that flag fly as a great play was being made, but now we know partly why that great play was being made. Yeah, I, I thought um, the individual got out of the way there, but it looks like he did clip him from the side. Gutsy call, because I'm sure Jason's thinking it's a safe pass, not expecting to have the fall away and throw it as high as Bennett had to, but uh, not able to get all the way down there. So instead of about a 40-yard play that takes O'Gorman inside the Roosevelt 35-yard line with 250 remaining in the game and a 14-6 O'Gorman lead, this play drives all the way back to the 18-yard line. I mean, that's, uh, that is mm, Nebraska math. About 45 yards of difference there. Third and 12, O'Gorman at their own 18. Now a little momentum on Roosevelt's side. They've been able to stop the clock with a timeout, and now that penalty, 2.48 remains. If the Riders get the ball back, they're going to have the wind at their back. And meanwhile, the Knights break out of the huddle. Let's see what Jason Poppinga cooks up. Once again, trying a knockout punch. 
Cannon bring from the gun. He's got one wide out left, one wide out right. Extra protection, both sides of the line. Roosevelt showing blitz. It's a handoff, and Maverick Jones gets in the open field around the right end and goes down the far numbers across the 25 to the 27, but on four, third and 12, he got about seven of them. Oh, surprised he's not taking a timeout here. Yeah, Jason, you uh, surprised Kim isn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah just let it run down now. It's fourth and about three yards to go. Kim must want those timeouts on offense. As confident his defense can get the stop here on fourth and two. Although you would think O'Gorman's going to punt. Yeah. But the clock keeps ticking. 2.15, 2.13 remaining in this game. Well, and we saw last time that they must not feel good about a punt returner because they didn't even put anyone back. Yeah. Usually that's a sign we don't feel good about catching a ball. I know Kim in the past has had the philosophy, more bad things can happen than good things, and let's make yeah. sure our offense gets the ball back. 14-6, and Jason Popping of the O'Gorman coach calls a timeout. He dwindles that play clock down as far as he can. 158 remaining in the game. O'Gorman 14, Roosevelt 6. The Knights to punt to the Riders, who should get good field position. A dramatic Conclusion of the Dakota Bowl, number 43, next on Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230, and KWSN.com. Time to yell it, stomp it, hoot it, holler it, wave your arms around a bit. Clap it, own it, shout it, shake it, yeah. Jeer it, jump and cheer it. Your team is in it. Time to roll it. Live action, original content, behind the scenes stories. All from the best seat in the house. Yours. Watch it. Stream it. Get into it. MidcoSports.com. Rival on. A little girl walking when some said she never would. A first smile after surgery. Miracles happen every day at Sanford Children's Hospital in Sioux Falls. Thanks to the amazing staff and the generosity of people like you. Please join Fox Sports KWSN, a proud partner of Sanford Children's Hospital, and help keep the miracles happening. 100% of every gift to Sanford Children's Hospital through the Sanford Health Foundation helps care for sick and injured kids and their families close to home. Learn more at kwsn.com. The Cota Bowl 43, O'Gorman leading Roosevelt 14-6. Two minutes remaining in the game. The Knights punting to the Riders. And the line of scrimmage, their own 27. It's Peyton Haig, the punter, back at his own 10. 15-mile-an-hour breeze he's dealing with. Roosevelt brings a healthy rush. They're fended off, but this one is high and short. The wall of wind knocks it down. Just across midfield. No return. It bounces and rolls lightly. All the way out of bounds at the 45. So Roosevelt will have 55 yards to go. The Riders have to score a touchdown and get a two-position just to try to send Dakota Bowl 43 into overtime. The Riders were the guests in this very event last year. And Blitz Craig Delgorman, 48-0 by far this proud school's worst loss in this event. Different story this year. John Gaskins with Curtis Riggs. Canaries baseball, by the way. Pre-game show would be hitting up right about now. They have a doubleheader because of last night's weather delay. That starts at 5 o'clock. We will join the Canaries as soon as this game and a quick post-game show is concluded. First and 10 riders.
Brewers, their own 45. Plenty of time for Brower. Stepping back, throwing over the middle. It's caught in traffic. 31-yard line on the far numbers and taken down almost immediately. But that was a beautiful pitch and catch. Brower to Matt Gehring, first down riders. Yeah, I, I think he was throwing to DeAndre, DeAndre Joseph. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Eight, nine, it, 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 was, it, was, it was like, well, Gehring came behind him and okay. 11 reached up and, yeah. and it went right to Gehring. So I'm not sure, but beautiful protection. That's what Kim's hoping for with the young oh. quarterback to have an offensive line given yeah, time like time that. To make a sandwich. 24-yard gain brings up first and 10 Roosevelt. Here comes a blitz for O'Gorman from Brower's right side. It's blocked. He rolls to his right, looking downfield, throwing downfield, and this pass is incomplete. It was a floating duck the whole time, dangerously uh, toward the five-yard line, and some O'Gorman defenders brings up second and 10. Clock stops, 118 to go. Roosevelt trailing 14-6. This is the fourth quarter. Yeah, and then Kim shows his experience. I mean, not calling that one time out. On offense, you really have plenty of time because the clock stops on incomplete. It stops with the chains moving, and when you get out of bounds right there, though, Brower looked like couldn't decide if he wanted to set his feet or throw on the run. He should have just kept running, though. He could have ran for another 10 yards and got out of bounds. So with that clock stoppage, Roosevelt's offense has a nice long huddle. Second and 10 for the Roman 31. Knight fans ratchet up the noise. Back in 80 field, about half full, 2,500 or so. Brower feels pressure up the middle. Skirts to his left. Throws diagonally over the middle. Caught and dropped. There were two riders and two knights in that area. Matt Gehring could not hold on to it as he had to go back to try to snag it in between the hashes at the 10. Would have been a first down, and now Roosevelt third and 10, a minute 12 remaining in the game, trailing 14-6. Well, and that again looked like the ball was maybe for Colin Schroeder, and then Gehring was just right there in the area, and he came closer to catching the ball. <laughs> so... Riders down to their last two downs. They have two timeouts remaining for what it's worth. So do the Knights. A lot of fans in blue and white from the O'Gorman grandstands stand up. Not as many as the 4,000 here Saturday and Monday afternoon, but making noise now. Third and ten riders. The Knights 31. Brower fakes a handoff. Rolls to his right. Being chased. Being hit. Throws right. It is caught and dropped. At the 20, that would have been good for a first down. Carter Peterson having himself a day. The outside linebacker in coverage. And now Roosevelt down to its final chance. Boy, and Brower took a shot there right as he was throwing right in the chest. Uh, you can see with uh, Gehring, uh, you know, he's able to get open. He's just, he hasn't played a lot of reps at, at receiver. This is the first year he's played receiver, and he and he's not quite comfortable yet, but a gifted athlete, though. Well, with two timeouts left, 106 remaining in the game, Kim Nelson takes yeah. one of them, and we'll take it with them. 106 remaining. O'Gorman 14, Roosevelt 6, Dakota Bowl 43, Fox Sports 98 AM 1230, KWSN.com. Hoot it, holler it, wave your arms around a bit. Clap it, own it, shout it, shake it, yeah. Jeer it, jump and cheer it. Your team is in it. Time to roll it. Live action, original content, behind the scenes stories. All from the best seat in the house. Yours. Watch it, stream it, get into it. MidcoSports.com. Rival on. Were you sweating it out last summer? Did you cross your fingers and hope your air conditioner would make it through the entire season? What's your plan this year? Cross your fingers again and hope for the best? Turn to the experts at Frisbees and Carrier. They'll help you enjoy the indoors with a new Carrier cooling system, no matter how hot it gets outdoors. 
Frisbees for a free estimate today. Or request one online at frisbeesinc.com. Just call Frisbees. Canaries baseball. We should get to the first pitch by 5 o'clock. That's about 10 minutes away. We have a minute six remaining in Dakota Bowl 43, west side of Sioux Falls story. Fourth and 10, Roosevelt down to his final chance as it trails its rivals 14 to 6. Shotgun set for Jackson Bauer. Three wideouts right, one to the left. Noise ratcheting up in McEnany Field. From the Knights 31, Brower, fake handoff. Rolls to his left, throws toward the goal line in traffic. It is caught. It's a touchdown right across the goal line. A perfect strike. DeAndre Joseph. 31 yards, and Roosevelt, a two-point conversion from tying this game. A 31-yard touchdown pass on fourth and ten. Well, and great protection again. Uh, O'Gorman decided not to blitz. They sat back and, and played coverage, and, and Brower was able to sit back there and see the field and throws a strike across the middle of the field, and Joseph makes the catch. You, you saw the, the defender, I think it was Maverick Jones, he went for the ball and missed, and, and and uh, uh, Joseph was able to still pull down the catch and fall in the All end zone. All right, let's see what Ken Nelson, 43 years as a head coach, winning co- winning his coach in South Dakota history. His team has to go for two. What does he call? 58 well, you, yeah. seconds remaining in the game. And again, from the three-yard line, needs to convert the two-point conversion to tie. Brower from the gun. Man in motion left to right. Hand up. Nave up the middle. He lost the ball. It appears O'Gorman has it. He do. The Knights. Still up, 14-12, 58 seconds to go in the game. I don't see who made the hit, but the recovery came from John White on that line. And uh, O'Corman holds on to its lead. What a time to fumble. Wow, bold call. Tried to go with just a, a straight run up the middle with Nave, and, and there was congestion right away. You could see it was kind of in the, the handoff when the ball got knocked out right away. So the Riders score, but they still have work to do, and it's going to take a miracle at this point. They have only one timeout left. I mean, it's almost a defenseless situation. Right yeah, now. you gotta you gotta onside kick. You gotta have, you know, usually right there in that two point, you have a play. This is the one we feel best about going behind our big offensive line. Right here, you have a certain onside kick that you feel like you've practiced the most. This is what we're going with. Um, there's the dribbler. There's the the pop it up high across the field. Well, what are your impressions, Curtis, of, uh, of both of these teams right now from what you've been able to see in the second half of what was a 7-6 game uh, when we started this second half I, at 4 o'clock? Yeah, I, I think both teams right now are young and inexperienced, and I think by the end of the season they're going to be pretty good. The tough part for OG is they have a gauntlet right away, their schedule. I mean, they have four yes. tough games right away. They, there's no mercy for them up front. Um, but it, where their most growth, I think, is going to happen is after that and by the end of the season I could see them being pretty good likewise with Roosevelt you already see the maturity and growth of their quarterback Brower he's already starting to make quite a few plays and uh, he's just going to continue to get better and better and him and coach Nelson will get uh, a, a better relationship and a sense a feel for what they can do and not do well, talk about a coming-of-age moment. Easily the biggest moment in the early career of Jackson Brower with that 31-yard touchdown pass on 4th and 10, but then the running back Tyree Nave fumbles about 2 yards shy of the goal line on the 2-point conversion. We have another timeout. Roosevelt is down to its final 
timeout. Yeah. So we'll keep it right here, 14-12. Well, Gorman with the lead on Roosevelt in Dakota Bowl 43. Again, 58 seconds remaining in the game. Canaries baseball after a quick post game here on Fox Sports 98-1. Well, and Coach Nelson's coached some really good quarterbacks over his years. Uh, so you, you know he's going to bring Brower along. If he can continue to try to run the ball beyond that big offensive line, take pressure off Brower, and let the growth just happen as they continue to get reps, that'll be most beneficial for him. All right. So, I mean, these are your first impressions of Jackson Brower. Again, the writers, I think a lot of the school, probably Kim Nelson, expected Bennett Dannenbring to be their starting quarterback this year. A couple Coming up behind Taylor Ashley, who liked Dan and Bring as a junior, Dan and Bring transfers to O'Gorman, and you know I haven't asked the family why, but I think a lot of he'd people actually could, he'd actually yeah. transferred before Taylor had decided if really? he was yeah but because he probably thought yeah. that's this where I'm going to be able to play maybe maybe yeah. and um, I, I think you know once they started working with Jason they felt really good about what he did offensively how it fit Bennett um, and, and I think it's been a good move for them but it, it did leave. Coach Nelson in a tough situation, yeah. especially the largest school in the state. He had to find a quarterback, <laughs> and, and it looks like he's found one. Well, yeah, I mean, he's made some big throws and none bigger than that fourth and ten for the touchdown. Good he's basketball make- player, eighth grade quarterback for Memorial Junior High, but yeah. played wide receiver on the freshman team last year. So. Well, and I, I think the thing Kim has to realize, he's going to make mistakes, too. Yeah. I mean, and there may be more mistakes than good plays, but can we shrink those down? Can we just conserve and rely on these other guys like Nave to make some plays for us? Last year, Roosevelt, number one, far and away, most of the season. They, they destroyed O'Gorman here 48 nothing in last year's Dakota Bowl, and they rolled through almost their entire schedule before falling to Harris by a point in the state semifinals and had the real oh, an onside kick an onside kick that the Knights are able to recover David Alpers likely their best playmaker returning from O'Gorman's state quarterfinal team from last year and that will probably be the ball game as I was uh, writing a an essay there by the way an onside kick after Roosevelt gets the 31 yard touchdown with under a minute left fumbles on the two-point conversion needed to get the onside kick to have any chance to come back and win this game and it's the Knights David Alpers at 6-6 those outstretched arms able to recover it tough player gritty on the basketball court and he will get it to O'Gorman now goes into victory formation and Bennett Dannenberg actually fumbled uh, the snap before he could take the knee down oh my goodness but now the clock rolls with 50 seconds to go in this game yeah the onside kick I'm thankful for OG coaching staff has to be sitting there saying thank you for kicking to my best player there. Um, and right there, you just see it being lackadaisical. Um, get that ball. I mean, that's your only job right there. And Roosevelt, you know, good sportsmanship. They're not even trying to dive or anything. Hmm. Riders, out of timeouts. And the Knights will just let this clock bleed. This should be the last play of the game. Again, the victory formation. Bennett Dannenbring takes a knee. And the O'Gorman Knights who led 7-6 to six at halftime, outscore Roosevelt 7-6 to six in the second half. And after three different attempts to get the Dakota Bowl completed, 
We have finally reached that moment in a second half that took 57 minutes in a game that took under two hours total in real time and yet was stretched over four days. Finally, we have a final. The Knights 14, the Riders 12 in each team's season opener. Quick post-game show when we come back on Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230 and KWSN.com. 